Listen, I'm easy to find, and listen, they can kiss my ass if they don't like it. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is Nathan back with another video presentation of Big Nate Sports Talk Podcast, episode 25 of season six. This is the- uh, We start off the season facing the Rays on the road. Uh, it's a three-game series. I know um, it's going to be- <laughs> This is going to be an interesting way to start off the series, off the season, off opening day. Our first opening day will not be until we have the Milwaukee Brewers on April 11th come to the Cannon Yards. Uh, 30 years ago, uh, yesterday, Cannon Yards was born. Uh, and ever since then, it's had its ups and its downs. Uh, it was still probably one of the best ballparks in baseball. Uh, but these last few years uh, for the Orioles, we all know, ladies and gentlemen, it has not been a good, has not been a great uh, turn of events. Um, I got to give Mike Elias uh, the respect. The Mike Elias regime knew, knows that this team is still not ready to compete. Um, so as of right now, <laughs> this team is, they're just play placeholders. Uh, Cole Solser and I believe it was um, Tanner Scott. They were traded to the Marlins for a player to be named later and a draft pick and something else I can't remember. Um, look, realistically, um, Mike Elias, uh, when he came in here, he, he knew what he had to do. He's being, and I, and I could see the vision. He's building. He, he's he's focused on the draft and player development. Um, right now, he's not focused on competing. I mean, let's just keep it real. But Dan, we had Dan Duquette here, and Brady Anderson. I feel like they set the team up to fail. Um, I've always also said that Peter Angelos, uh, the, the Angelos regime, um, has has the last has has held the Orioles back from success. I've always felt like growing up, we were always given false hope on certain teams, on certain certain uh, certain years throughout the years. I remember one year he was like, "This is going to be the year." He tried to go after Paul Canerco, Johnny Damon, Paul Bird. Um, we couldn't get them because they were out of our, they were completely out of our price range. Then he 
could have signed Kevin Millwood. That didn't happen. He did get Ramon Hernandez that year. And also, too, um, we let B.J. Ryan be, at the time, become the highest-paid closer at the time. So um, right now, this this roster that, that that's currently going to be on opening day, they're just placeholders. Um, and realistically, we're not going to we, – we just don't – we just don't – stand a chance to really take anybody beating to really kind of stand up to any of the teams in the ALEs, whether it's Boston, New York, or Toronto or Tampa. Um, I do think that they do in the middle of the lineup, there is development there. You got Cedric Mullins, obviously who's, who had a 30 for 30 season last year. Adley Rutschman, Rutschman's on is definitely at some point this year he's going to be all caught up, be the, the catcher. Um, Ryan Mancastle, Trey Mancini, that's a one-two punch to me with power, a power hitting. Uh, Austin Hayes is a good outfielder when healthy, but realistically, let's be honest, there's no right now with this team right, right now on paper. Doesn't stand a chance. <laughs> um, I am looking to see how some of these guys will, young guys will come up if they're going to get opportunities. Um, looking to see a Grace Rodriguez, DL Hall. Um, at some point, you got to give these young guys an opportunity. Um, you know, I, I do think that uh, this is just my prediction of the starting lineup. If we're going to have Cedric Mullins, Austin Hayes, Mancini, Matt Castle, Santander, Ondor, Urares, Gutierrez, and then probably um, Robinson Chernos. We got him from uh, Houston. And then, obviously, the rotation, John Means, Jordan Lyles, Bruce Zimmerman, Keegan Aiken and Dean Kramer. And then most likely Tyler Wells is going to be our closer. Paul Fry, Dylan Tate, Jorge Lopez. Um, I'm going to say Brian Baker. And there's a couple, like two other guys. Like I think his name is Joey uh, Kimbrell, uh, Felix Bautista. I think that's who it is that could make the rotation. Um, and then uh, that's who I see. But without, um, I think that with Tanner Scott and Cole Solser being traded Sunday evening, that definitely kind of didn't put a, a wrench in things, but it kind of definitely uh, changed the what we envisioned what the bullpen would look like. Uh, the only three concern is. Three of the pitchers, Baker, Bautista, and Perez. I think his name is Trent Chanel Perez. They've never pitched. Um, all they all combined, all of five, all five, three of them pitched only five games last year. Um, and then also two, um, Bautista's off the forty off the Rule Five draft, and then Baker and Perez were claim waiver claims. So uh, most likely. 
It could be, I don't know. Uh, you probably have someone like a, a Chris Owings in there in the infield. Um, I say Jacob Nottingham and Robinson Chernos would be your catchers, obviously. DJ Stewart, Ryan McKenna, Santander, Mullins, Hayes. Then obviously you got Mancini and uh, Mountcastle. Uh, but realistically, if we're being honest with the Orioles, I mean, I'm going to say the Orioles, they're going to finish last in the AL East and they're going to win 55 games. Guaranteed. I don't really expect really too much. I do think you'll probably have another kind of all-star year from Cedric Mullins. Uh, John Means is going to do his thing. Trey Mancini is going to do his thing. But realistically, this team is not still not ready to compete. I would hope by next year, if we play our cards right, we're ready to compete. Um, when I saw the article that the Orioles have offered Korea a $350 million deal for 10 years, I said, there's no way he's going to take that. And then with the CBA, with the small market teams, they, in a sense, won. He's now in Minnesota for the next three years. And now we have one of the lowest payrolls going on the opening day. I just, at some point, Michael Elias is going to have to take off, he's going to take off the training wheels and let these boys work. But I understand, I trust the process. Um, but I do expect this team to be a little bit better than last year's team because there were a lot of games where they were hard to stomach, giving up home runs. I think last year, the year before, I think we led, gave up the most home runs as a pitching staff. That was horrible. Um, there were really, truly no bright spots other than Mancini, Mullins, and Memes, and Mountcastle. That was pretty much it. But I just don't think that um, there's really just nothing much to expect. This is going to be another year. I'm hoping that this is the last year that we are in a position where we're tanking. Um, I just think that at this point, uh, they're going to have to figure some things out. Now, there were some guys that did not make the roster. I know a couple of them that surprised that shocked me was Tyler Nevin. I mean, he's currently on the 40-man roster, uh, but, you know, he's still young and developing. Um, Jacob Nottingham, I thought, would have started, been up there. Uh, now that I think about it, I think it was um, – gosh, what's the, what's the guy's name? Anthony Benboom. That's who it is. Um, yes, someone named Chris Ellis, Trevor's Larkus Sr., Rishi Martin, and I was not surprised. Um, Spencer Watkins, you know, there was a couple guys. That, I mean, they're on the 40-man roster, yes, but um, pretty much we'll, we'll, we'll see these guys at some point during the season, depending on where we go. Um, to me, DJ, DJ Stewart, this is his last chance to prove that um, to be on this team. I, I just – I'm really disappointed to, to see – that he has not panned out the way I thought he would when he first came here. Uh, Ryan McKenna, 
I do think he's proven himself to be on the major league roster. It is kind of interesting to see how the playing time between these guys, those guys are divided up for sure. Um, but until then, um, I'm going to trust the process with Brandon Hyde. I do think, in my personal opinion, he does not have he did not have anything to work with coming into Baltimore. He knew that. Uh, Michael Elias knows that. And I would like to see him get a fair opportunity with a winning team. But like I said, the Baltimore Orioles are at least another year from competing. Guaranteed. So y'all let me know y'all thoughts on the Baltimore Orioles. Good luck, fellas. Opening day is upon us for the Baltimore Orioles. I'm out. Peace. Stay up. Listen, I'm easy to find. And listen, they can kiss my ass if they don't like it. Listen, I'm easy to find, and listen, they can kiss my ass if they don't like it. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is the last episode of Season 6, Season Ending, Episode 26 of Big Nate Sports Talk Podcast. We are talking about the Washington Nationals. Their opening day has been delayed by three hours due to weather. So, with this team, there's a couple things with the Washington Nationals. Obviously, we're not going into year two of the rebuild uh, as we are two years departed from the Washington Nationals winning a World Series championship. Now, a uh, couple things. 
Now, uh, what was it? I believe it was the last month, late last day in July, and uh, Max Sertzer, Trey Turner were traded to Los Angeles. Kyle Schorber to Boston. I believe Daniel Hudson went to San Diego. Um, I think it had to be a reality. The Nationals weren't going anywhere, and um, I did have question. I do have some questions. You know, were we able to to execute it? Um, last year, I would say was the year we restarted the rebuild, uh, but realistically, um, the Nationals realistically knew that they had to rebuild, and. Um, Unlike, you know, Michael Elias, Michael Elias was honest and I'm giving him loyalty and I'm doing the same thing for the Nationals. Mike Rizzo is honest, like, hey, we're not ready to compete. Um, I do think that the Nationals are going to rebuild this team the right way. Now, I will say that they did not really make a lot of moves and pretty much they didn't make any really any moves at all in the free agency. So that we had to ask ourselves is let's just like just like the Washington Mystics is this a reset or rebuild mode um when you have you gave up eight players in return for 12 prospects now realistically looking at this national team um it just seems like they're going to be they're at least a couple years away now uh, I look at their payroll. Uh, I think it went from like 183 to like almost 130. Now don't know what that what this means, but you've got Lane Thomas that could potentially start. Then you've got because uh, I know they got Caesar Hernandez. We got Caesar Hernandez. Luis Garcia could be a promotion. Then is Asidas Escobar. I think Anibal Sanchez is make, I believe he's going to make the roster. Now, uh, the biggest question that I think on is on everybody's mind is what will happen with Juan Soto. Uh, I personally believe that he will stay. I would hope he would stay because he he has. I, you're just really two years, three years, actually, 2019, from winning a championship. And um, I do think that, you know, let's see what Davey Martinez's teams look like. Um, His teams have always, they're always competing. They always compete really well. Uh, I think the biggest thing is you just got to get the young guys ready to compete. That's the key. Um, You know, I, I look at um, they got Anibal Sanchez and uh, Steve uh, Shashik, but they're really just helping these guys uh, as placeholders, so helping the young guys out. So we do know that they need to address the starting and rotation in the bent and the bullpen depth. That needs to be the key. 
Uh, I think getting Nelson Cruz, I mean, you could probably get you about 25, 30 home runs. You don't know what Nelson Cruz you're going to get this year. Uh, but I think he's going to be a good – I think he's a good pickup for them now that he's now universal, universal DH in there. But realistically, if we're being honest, the Washington Nationals, this is what I think their lineup would look like. Lane Thomas, Esidas Escobar, Juan Soto, Nelson Cruz, Josh Bell, Cubert uh, Ruiz, Carter Bloom, Luis Gonzalez, and Victor Robles. Then your rotation would be Strasburg, Corbin, Josiah Gray, Anibal Sanchez, Joe Ross. I believe he's had a setback with his injury. I believe he tore his ACL. So you'll probably put Eric Fettel in there. So yeah, he realistically, because with his ACL was an elbow. I know it was something where he's going to miss the start of the season. I believe it, it might be his elbow. Don't quote me on that, but I believe it's his elbow injury. It's an elbow injury for Joe Ross. But realistically, um, I think what he did was the right thing. And my only concern is they let Bryce Harper walk and they let Anthony Rizzo walk. I hate to see that for Juan Soto. The Nationals until 2026, they have to pay Steven Strasburg and Corbin and Patrick Corbin a whopping $258 million. Good Lord. Thank, thank the good Lord I am on FCC Airways. I, I, <laughs> thank the good Lord. I, it, it's, it's hard to take, man. It, 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 I, don't, I don't understand it. I don't understand how these dudes put themselves in this situation. I truly, truly, truly do not understand it. That's the kindest way I can put it. I think to go any further than that, Skip, I, I, I might lose it. I ain't going to lie. Okay. No, I'm just not going to lie to you. Well, let me pick up the ball and try to not run with it, but walk with it. Now, that's through 2026. But let's be, I'm going to keep you honest with you. Steven Strasburg practically has not pitched in two seasons. So I don't know what he's going to look like. Um, me personally, I, would, I was surprised they didn't let him walk. They didn't get something for him. Now, I do think getting Josiah Gray and Cubit Ruiz were good pickups. Um, but the biggest concern is Juan Soto. His agent, I don't know who he is, Mr. Scott Burris. He's made it very clear. This is what Scott said. Juan didn't say this. Juan is not going to entertain a long-term deal with the Nationals unless they are competing. So he's like, if we're not going to win, I'm not staying. He leaves for free agency, not this year, not next year, but the following year, 2024. And I think you do have to keep him. I do think if you put in his ear, like, yo, man, you could be the, the the guy to build around, you know, and, and that's where I, I hate free agency, but also too, I, I'm hoping that sometimes look, you, you you got a ring, you're just two years removed from it. You could be the guy we could build around. I don't think guys see that. They see 
championships and, and money. And and obviously, I do think there's people, in my personal opinion, that probably look at like, man, you could get more, you could be in a better, better situation than Washington. But with that being said, I personally believe that the Washington Nationals can win 65 games. Guaranteed! That's where I'm at with the Nationals. Um, they play the Mets. Um, that should be a good. That should be a good matchup. Um, I do think Washington, New York's going to get two out of three. I should have said Baltimore. I should have said Baltimore. We're probably going to get one out of three against the Rays for the Orioles. But Washington will get one out of three of those games. So, um, yeah, let me know your thoughts on the Nationals and. Um, who you think they're going to be? Who you looking forward to seeing for both teams? Who's your favorite? You know, with your team, the team that you follow, who you looking forward to see the most? Let me know your thoughts. Um, but ladies and gentlemen, that is going to conclude season six of Big Nate Sports Talk podcast. I cannot believe that six seasons, and we just we started this podcast what last year? Last year? Yeah, we did. Started last year, and. Um, yeah, I just gotta thank y'all for the support that you're giving me in this YouTube channel. Um, just again, this is my passion. I love sports. Um, my dream, my goal, my my focus is to be a sportscaster. I work for ESPN or Fox uh, Fox Sports, um, TNT uh, Sports. That's that's my goal. Madison, um, my, you know, <laughs> covering w, WNBA games, Wizard games. That's my goal. That's a, that. That's my career path that I want to shoot. That I, my focus is in. Um, I know there's going to be bumps along the way, but it's just again. I said it early. Push yourself. Take. Don't be afraid to take a risk in yourself, and be great. And you've got this. That's the mentality that we all have to start have. We have to have. But with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to go to bed. It is now two thirty in the morning. Uh, I will see y'all in season seven. Peace out. Listen, I'm easy to find. And listen, they can kiss my ass if they don't like it. Oh, thank you.